Okay, cool. Uh, hello, everybody. It's episode 81 of the World Famous Stick and Rink podcast. We are back uh, back into the old days, to the, the caveman days of the beginning of COVID when we had to do this on Discord and over the mics and not in person because Josh decided to lock his basement like a selfish son of a bitch. <laughs> um, so with me, I'm I'm pleased to actually announce at the moment that we've fired Josh for the next week as well, and we replaced him in the moment for with uh, the Twitter famous and kind of some friend of ours, uh, Jordan. How you doing, Jordaniel? Oh, harder, baby. Thanks for having me, friends. Hey, have you guys ever seen the movie The Replacements, the football movie? 100%. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> hey, fi- hey, 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 Raph, fire up the yeah, we use social media content. Get the photo of the DVD, yeah. uh, the, the cover of it, and then you just crop my face on it. And I can do that. The title. I can do that. <laughs> yeah. I'll get that done like by a, the end of the episode. There you go. Like a sad photo of Josh in the top right corner, yeah. too. With like, <laughs> the cancel through it. Yeah. Dude, honestly, I'll just get one of the fucking photos of Josh where he's just so drunk and he's looking off into a random direction. I'll just paste that in the corner. Okay, but just so that we clear the air and the uh, pun is intended there, because that's going to be our first topic after this. Um, Josh has decided to go away with his family, enjoy some fucking vino, oh, some golf, some, oh, just probably some very high quality seafood and steak. Like the bird of man knows how to eat it. Um, other than that, he should be back eventually, but we won't miss him in the meantime. And coming up later in the episode two, we are going to be doing a goat, the, probably the best goats and woats we've ever decided to do. It's going to be the goats and woats of Josh Gertzen. So uh, <laughs> that's probably going to be the best part of this episode. But uh, boys, we literally live in in Call of Duty Warzone right now. And they've like the entire world, one smoke grenade per street. Yeah. Like it's, it's fucked. It's, it's bad right now. <laughs> I literally, I literally feel like I'm living in Stephen King's The Mist. Oh, oh. like these, cre- these creatures, are, like these moths, they're everywhere. They're gonna come and get me. <laughs> like it's literally, it's literally like the book. Oh, the, the fucking moths are here too. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys hear that? That apparently happens once every like ten to twenty years. No. Yeah. The apparently. Moth thing? Yeah. Apparently, it's like it, it happens uh, once every ten years or so. Yeah. Where moths just have like for whatever reason a stupid good breeding season, and then next thing you know, they're everywhere. Dude, that's not chill. Yeah, not uh, chill at all. Jordan, you were you at a soccer field recently, and you took you took like you sent us a Snapchat of it, and there was like was thousands disgust- of. Yeah, it was disgusting. There were like at least ten thousand on the field. That's n- nasty. Uh, well, okay, I need to kind of come. I don't understand people's fear of moths. Like, maybe you guys can help me out here. For the way I see it, they're just fucking like kind of ugly looking butterflies, or like maybe just white butterflies. <laughs> I think What's it's just more so that like people don't like bugs in general. Number one. Yeah, and then, um, and they're all they're they're just relentless, dude. They're everywhere. They just come at you like all the time, and well, I think it why, just throws people off. They're also why do we lo- why do we fucking love butterflies? Then they're the exact same thing because they don't they're not relentless. They're just chilling, and they'll come to you if they want to. You know, where Whereas, moths, like the, they always gravitate towards you. Yeah, it's different, and they're yeah. ugly looking, dude. Yeah, ugly as fuck. Have you guys ever seen an albino moth? Oh, it's the weirdest a- fucking thing, dude. <laughs> There was I, like, I think I, I think I spotted one in Kelowna <laughs> by fucking Blasted Church Vineyards, <laughs> walking, walking around in a button up. 
and a oh stick in your shirt. Yeah. <laughs> You're fucked. Uh, I'm looking up albino moth right now. That kind of looks pretty. No, it is for mean? for whatever reason. It's it's more unsettling than a regular moth. I don't know what it is about it. I don't know if it's just like it's one of those things that you see once in a while, and that that's kind of what makes it fucking weird. Yeah, but I think I'm more comfortable around regular moths than albino moths. Weird. Yeah. You know what? Look, I'm I'm looking at a side by side of butterflies and moths right now. Uh, like, it, it just comes down to aesthetics. Like, I think it's just yeah. a grossly misunderstood species. Yeah. And living with my girlfriend, this maybe this was kind of a, a like a a fucking uh, foreshadowing moment of the moths to come because like. I think last week or within the last five days, we've had like three different moths come in the house and it's a, it's a fuck. It's a yard sale when they come in here. Like we were in the middle of watching Harry Potter and the blanket yeah. gets thrown everywhere. Like she's grabbing shoes and throwing shoes at it. <laughs> it's the, it's literally the worst. It's at the buckle um, in the Needham's house. Yeah. It's it, thank you for going to the Needham's house. I do run this show. Um, <laughs> do you guys, do you know, we, did you guys know we have the worst air quality in the world right now? Yeah. Did we, you guys do any exercise today or anything? We're tied with Portland. No, none. No, nope. zero. Good, I, good call, though. Good call. Although I did wake up this morning, and I realized that I left my window open overnight as I slept. And That's I don't know if it's just a, the world. I know, but I don't know if it's just like a placebo thing or what. But I felt like a, like a, I was like, oh, I feel like I'm gonna have a weird cough. You know, with just because the well, the smoke's gonna get in your house either way. One hundred percent. Yeah, you got vents everywhere. Yeah, it's true. Um, but it felt like I just smoked like a pack a day and my lungs were starting to hurt. Like it was weird. Then again, I could have just very well been in my own head. I thought you were going to go the moths route and say that moths got in your, in your house. (laughs) (laughs) No way, man. Screens every single window. (laughs) Dude, I have, you know, it's fucked. I have screens on none of the windows in my house. Why? Cause it's a fucking 1950s apartment. Like I've said multiple times this podcast, when we first, when we first moved in here, we got, we literally had a window person come in here and say like, Hey, can we get some screens on the windows? And he was like, dude, there's like literally no way to put screens on those windows. Like, like it's impossible. <laughs> like, the, the le- like the ledge just isn't proper for it. It won't work. That kind of sucks. Some, somehow I've like convinced her that it's not a problem and it's been a year now. And so I was like, whatever. We're chilling. We got bugs. It's a reality. Man, have you guys ever had like a mouse or a rat infestation? No. No. Fuck, Luckily, dude. No. I, I went into my, I was at my parents' house today and I went to the garage and they had rat traps out. They didn't even tell me about oh. that. Like, I don't know if I've, I've put out mouse traps in my old basement before, and those are small. Like, they're like probably the size of a playing card, maybe, and a little bit thinner than that. A fucking rat trap, dude, is like the size of, like, uh, it feels like it looks like a passport opened up. How much? What small, kind of look. what what kind of a trap is it for rats? I think it's the same uh, thing, it, isn't it, it? It it was a snap trap. We had the snap traps out. <laughs> I saw in the oh. one of the local municipalities that they're trying to. Um, ban rat poison. Really? They're trying to make it like a, a ban. That doesn't surprise well, me. I think everyone's kind of gravitating yeah. towards like glue traps and whatnot. It, yeah, there's a straight well, ban what, of it. What even, what even is rat poison? I don't know. I think it just kills you though. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter what animal it is. It, just, yeah. it fucks you up. It could just be called poison. That's what they call it. Yeah, <laughs> you want to kill something, yeah. you fucking buy this. How many people do you think buy rat poison? You're like, is this for a rat? They're like, no. Yeah. And that's the only question. <laughs> the, the, the screening process. The company that just sells the rat poison, they just pull the technicality card. They're just like, we're just going to call it rat poison specifically for rats, but it can be used on anything. Like, that's, that's actually <laughs> what? a good point. Like, you could say the same thing too. What about bear spray? Yeah. People go buy bear spray. How many times do you think people are using it for actual bears? 
Yeah. Never. Well, Let's dude, like real. you on the hike that we went on, you brought the bear mace, but I thought to myself, yeah. like, this guy doesn't do any hikes. Why does he have this thing? That's going to save you. Yeah. Jordan has an expired <laughs> bottle in his desk drawer just in case somebody breaks in. Because <laughs> like, he's like, fuck, I should just take it anyways. <laughs> yeah. I left it in my car and almost felt right, dude. I just wanted to keep it in the whole time. Love box. Dude, the amount of enemies that this guy has on Xbox and everywhere else, man, I wouldn't be surprised if he carries around bear mace in the car. He's afraid of getting attacked all the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Okay, um, I kind of wanted to move this conversation in a direction, um, not quite to the goats and wotes yet, but I did just want to talk about Josh. Like, I feel like we just don't, whenever he's around us, he kind of just, he puts up a wall, a wall of defense that just doesn't allow us to talk about him. So maybe this is the perfect time to just like, you know, you dive into Josh and who Josh is. What do you guys think? I'm in. Jordan's, Jordan's also the one guy who I think has known Josh the longest out of all of us. Yeah, I think so. I think before, before the restaurant days. Yeah. Okay. So you've got some well, unique opinions on him. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Sounds like Dustin Johnson giving an interview. Yeah, yeah, That guy made a quick nineteen mil that month. Is yeah, wasn't it in like six weeks? He made nineteen. <laughs> yeah, that's Off what? filthy. Yeah, I think like two or three tournaments that he won. That's fucked. Yeah, nineteen yeah. million. In Good for him. It's disgusting. In like 41 days, Madison Scavity walked with 19 million. Yeah, it's disgusting. Um, <laughs> okay, can we, uh, Jordan, what was your, do you remember what your first impression of Josh was? Yeah, he was a goofy kid, just like me, though. So we were perfect for each other. But like, first day, what was it? It was in school, right? Was that the JI? It was the JI. We're doing um, orientation. We're in the theater. Yeah, and we just start chatting. He sits next to me. We sat with another no lady chance. too. Who sat? No next joke. To no joke. I think I sat next to him. Okay, I can't remember though. <laughs> I'm I'm an eager beaver though. Like I'll just like hop in there, right? And then yeah, you know Josh is a chatterbox too. So it was like a yeah. perfect recipe for disaster. Were and you? Then, uh, here's a personal question: Were you a single man when you went to JI? Uh, at that moment, yes, it was. See, so that's a good strategy. I did the same thing. When you go into orientation, you kind of find one of the uglier guys and you sit next to him because then <laughs> by comparison, you look good. This is true. Is, In 2014, I did look good. So you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out to Jordan and Elijah from 2014. Looking like some smoke shows, you and I. Jesus. I might change my profile pictures to like old pictures of myself back then. <laughs> old pictures yeah, of you just standing there ha- fucking holding a volleyball. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> totally not current. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so you guys just started chatting, like you sat down beside him and then all of a sudden just shooting the shit? Yeah, we yeah, pretty much. Um and we started hanging out and then we just came real tight. What was this the first all... hangout? The first hangout's always weird. Oh, the first hangout. Wings. You know what we used to do? <laughs> we always used to just, you know what we used to do? This is going to be hilarious to you guys. We would go to 7 Eleven, buy $3 cigars, and drive up <laughs> the Burmy Mountain, just have a couple darts, and watch the stars and hang out. No wow. joke. That's what wow. we used to do. That'd be, that that sounds romantic. That was one of our, Aren't those one of our prim- favorite things to do. Isn't that what prime times are? No, what, no, like kind of like cheap, like bottom of the barrel cigars, but not like. Oh, so worse than prime times. Worse than prime times. It's nasty. Raph, do you remember what your uh, first impression of Joshy was? Uh, I was kind of confused because I was, Josh got hired, I think, at our work before I went away to Europe for a month. And then yeah. 
I came back and for whatever reason, this guy was just like flirting with every single girl in our restaurant. And I was kind of confused. I was like, who the <laughs> fuck is this guy? And where did he come from? It's like lanky yeah. little white kid walking around flirting with everybody. I was super confused. Yeah. Fucking Jean-Claude Van Damme <laughs> confidence level, dude. Yeah. Yeah. No shame in the world. I None. don't really remember what my first impression of the guy was. I mean, I think, you know what the, my first impression is anytime that like, I think a, like I meet a cool guy, whether it be at work or anywhere. Is I'm always I always think to myself I'm like fuck yeah another guy for sports let's go <laughs> another guy to play spike ball with let's go just I like agree I, you guys like unfortunately as good of friends as you guys all are you're kind of just units in my head to make sure like a group of four or like a group of six depending on what sport it is <laughs> we're all it's just all a statistic <laughs> yeah exactly you're all just a number you're a number in the game um, okay this next question is gonna be great dude um, each of us describe Josh to a stranger. Like sell him, sell Josh. Who is Josh? Sell Josh. Sell me, <laughs> sell me this Josh. Sell me this ballpoint Josh. Say, Ralph, I would be like, he's some quirky sports fan who's not very good at sports, but it's actually hilarious. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. <laughs> I would say he's. Let's see, Josh Gertson is. Uh surprisingly intelligent yeah. and very understanding and yeah. but but what's the word he's not quite um humble is not the right word but he's like uh he's like he's not going to make you feel like a piece of shit because he's like not he's not incredibly uh stuck up whatever that means yeah 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 he'll, that's josh. one thing with josh he'll never he'll never make you feel like anytime you're with him it's always a good time you don't ever make anyone feel yeah. down the room it's yeah, always, yeah that's right so it's always a good vibe. It's a good vibe. It's a good vibe. He's a, he's a big he's a big locker room guy in life. Yeah, he brings yeah. energy to the, yeah. yeah. Like we're gonna sign him purely on the vibe he brings to the room. Absolutely. <laughs> like he'll uh, never be at the table picking the best flavor of chicken wings, but he'll pick he'll pick like the middle middle of the run kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. He'll, he'll pick the one that everybody in the room will enjoy. Yeah. So. There you go. <laughs> um, we don't hate on him because he. Fucking microwaves and taquitos. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, you know what? Josh is sensitive. Girls out there, Josh is sensitive, man. Very sensitive. Like, holla at your boy. This, <laughs> yeah, this, this is like, he is a guitar full, with the strings fully cranked. If you pluck it too hard, it's going to snap. That's true. Also, another thing we've got to say, Buddy loves art. Girls, he oh, loves art. Loves it. Josh, what was it? Fact, Jordan, what was your first impression of Josh when you found out that he loved art? What did you think of that? I was scratching my head when he told me he spent a thousand dollars. I was like, "What, Josh? Like, are you kidding me?" But yeah, it was so funny because his first girlfriend—I won't say her name—but like, she was a huge artsy, and he was like complete opposite. So I just got so thrown off when like, yeah, he was, right, like, like all of a sudden it was just so polar opposite, and. He, he would always make funny jokes about his girlfriend who like loved art. And he's like, he fucking hated it. And then he was like, that's the weird thing. <laughs> that I feel like most people don't like randomly in their early mid twenties, develop a likeness for art. Like, I feel like that, that either, like you either have it in like your childhood and your early adulthood, or you have it when you're like 40 or 50. Yeah. Like, no, where, did that, where did that come from? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, if it's like they say, like your taste buds, you like develop them as you get older. I don't know if art's like that, dude. I, I would love to pull a prank on Josh, like kind of like the Ashton Kutcher punked ideas, where like 
like you replace their car and like total their car, but we do it with a painting somehow. Like we get like a knockoff, like $20 version of them. And we just Ooh. like accidentally wrestle into them or something like that and snap all of them. Like that would just be hilarious. <laughs> I think we get away maybe with that. a bit, maybe a bit cruel. I don't know. We should just, every single Either time way. we go over to his house, just turn one painting like a little bit. So it's just off. It's out of alignment and see how many we have to do before he notices that they're all just fucking <laughs> whack. <laughs> but i think we've said this I, I i say this right to his face actually in the last podcast i'm pretty sure like josh is one of the people i cannot wait for to move in like into something like bigger or like with either with another person or a bigger place like have like a yeah. full kitchen because i like i want to go to his house and like pay him money to cook like a full meal like see him handle fresh vegetables it'll be hilarious <laughs> yeah, see, see, see him handle a fucking knife <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. loses a finger fuck nuts. <laughs> the only knife that guy knows is a butter knife are you kidding me <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even use it for butter dude it's just slide into the taquitos fucking bag yeah. yeah exactly oh, <laughs> the week of Josh continues um what kind okay what kind of Josh or fuck what kind of girl would Josh be if he was a girl and don't take the scapegoat answer and just say he was gonna be a slut because I think all guys say they'd be a slut. That's actually a good question. Josh would definitely be... Um, Josh would definitely gravitate in the tomboy direction. You think so? But, not, think but so, just, hey? like, just, like a, just as far as like sports knowledge goes, but this kind of rebounds back to what Jordan was saying earlier, where he's not going to be good at the sports. But he's just going to know everything about them. Really? I feel like Josh might be the type of girl to like get like a full-ride scholarship in wrestling or something like that. <laughs> Just like completely dominate in like a, a like a strength sport. I feel like he'd be a very strong woman. Yeah, Which he would be strong willed. He'd be strong yeah, because he's not like a he's not not like I'm not either. But he's not like a super strong guy. Like he's not jacked. So I I think like maybe it'd be the opposite if he was a woman. Like maybe yeah, he'd just be fucking be. brutes. Brute uh, you know what? I don't know. Jill his, I don't know his sister well enough. They'll be like kind of like. Ref, reference that but i yeah. wonder if 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 she's like exactly like him but just in a girl body ali i mean hilarious yeah like yeah. i don't know ali well enough to 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 say but i think it'd be hilarious if they were exactly well, we, the same thing that'd be yeah. kind of weird <laughs> if they were twins <laughs> josh's personality in a girl's body would just like, fuck we should just call so them right wrong. now while they're in Kelowna and see what yeah. happens <laughs> get the video we should yeah, we, hey, so we've joked around that we're gonna I, bring on his sister one day. Oh yeah, that'd be hilarious. Not even yeah. tell him. But you know what? Sometimes you couldn't even tell if he was a guy or girl because his Snapchat stories are over the top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> any 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 Snapchat stories that come to mind, Jordan? No, but just like I've, I, I know he's in Kelowna. It's sick. Like, dude, it's awesome, all the wine. Not seen, ones, dude. I've seen nineteen photos <laughs> yeah. two days of, of him at different vineyards. Yeah, holding a wine glass. Yeah. <laughs> Check his camera roll after and see if there's like twenty of the same photo of each one. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna yeah first. Yeah, tell him to screenshot his his photo, his library right now. The the real I think the real kicker is when we when we interview his sister and then her and Ralph will just like fall madly in love and then boom, (laughs) see Ralph's part of the fam. I don't know how we feel about that. I don't know how we'd feel about that. I think he'd he'd definitely kick my ass. Be, uh, I think your first, I think your first trip to him would always be like, 
yo, Josh, I'm in the family now. And guess what? That means I'm getting some of that inheritance, boy. <laughs> you be like, fuck. Really? You don't, think I'd start with, you don't think I'd start with I fucked your sister? You think that was just going to yeah. be up the table? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be more inclined about the, the oil money from Ronnie, buddy. Getting some Ronnie oil money. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, dude, Josh is definitely footing the bills this weekend. That's for sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, thirty dollars. <laughs> that guy's picking up tabs for sure. Uh, uh, what do we? Uh, what do we think is Josh? One of Josh's biggest fears, like one of deepest fears, being alone is definitely not one of them. The guy, the guy loves being alone, dude. Just I don't know, like fucking kind of food he wants, whiskey dick. Yeah. I think, I think maybe one <laughs> of his deepest fears. Would be having like Lewis Hamilton come on live TV and say, Josh Gertzen, you suck. <laughs> fucking F1. And he'd be like, fuck, I don't want to watch anymore. Yeah. <laughs> that would suck for him. Yeah, that's. Okay, well, point. side note, we'll move on from Josh talk for a second here, but we are a hockey podcast. Um, Raffle, how long are we into this right now? Uh, we are about 20 minutes. Yep, that's right around the time when we start mentioning that we're a hockey podcast. So yep. <laughs> we can we can touch on hockey a little bit. I, th- I feel like as as the the Thanks, time goes show. along, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the platform, buddy. Um, in the coming months, until the draft comes and all the other dominoes start to fall, there is not going to be a lot of hockey to talk about, at least for the Canucks way. So I love just talking other stuff, but but that brings me to the fact that Jordan is like an avid member of Canucks Twitter. And he's just, he's all over the place, man. He's got his hands, his feet, his toes, every avenue of this fucking community. And so you've got a heartbeat of how things are going, Jordan. For sure. My biggest question to you is, who's the most important Canuck that we sign? (laughs) Who is the most important signing that Mr. J. Biebs has to make? Hey, depends who you ask, man. Twitter's just buzzing. I'm asking you. I would, I would um, lean more towards um, Toffoli. I think he played a huge part Toffoli. with these young, with the young forward group. Okay. So, but with that being said, he did come out in his inter- exit interview and talk about how he wants security in term, and I don't know if how convinced um, Benning is going to be to give him six years or or that was, that was Toffoli that said that. Yeah, we well, talked about like how he wants security. Obviously, well, every player does, right? So I don't know exactly how his agents gonna be pushing. No one does, but I think that'll play a factor in, on term because we do have some good wingers in the pipeline coming up, and who will True. be playing hopefully top six, top, top nine minutes. So it's yeah. something to keep in mind. Yeah, and to fully, I, I don't know about you. I found myself going back and forth on almost every player that is like a UFA RFA coming up. Like especially yeah. Markstrom is like the most like stereotypical one for me where i just thought for the longest time like, there's no way we can't sign him but after that that performance i mean there kind of is a way but with the Tofoli thing i was all, yeah once the once covid happened i kind of thought well like there goes that there's that's not coming back even after the playoffs especially once he got injured but i mean did you uh did you by chance see the thing that that uh, jd burke made just like this he made this like template of like basically like his version of best events that the Canucks should do this off season. Mm, no, 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 I didn't. So he, he was, all, he was, well, there was a bunch, he made a bunch of moves. He basically said, um, what were his biggest moves? He, he traded, he would trade Besser, Vertanen and, and someone else for Dumba. And then he would bring in 
Uh, Dylan DeMello, free agent defenseman, he'd bring in uh, a couple other forwards, small time defense or small time forward guys, and then basically, basically the trade off is the big trade off is um, Besser for Dumba, and then uh, Gaudet and a couple other guys for Philip Deneau from the Canadians, and they bring them in. But basically, the, the thought is that you re-sign Toffoli, and he plays top line minutes. For and sure. I don't, I don't really like. I I like that, but I I think that. People keep saying that our, our like our wingers, our depth wingers, is kind of the leverage that we have in a trade market. But I yes, think yeah. what like with this with this lineup that he had constructed, he basically had Josh Levo playing on the second line. Like if you have Josh Levo playing on the second line, things are fucked. No, I agree. Uh, and I, I would, I don't know. I think Matt. There's a bunch of talk about Matt Dumba in the market, and I just think he's he's kind of overvalued for what he is. Like he's he plays second pairing minutes. He's making he's making six million bucks. Like he's not cheap. People fucking cry and whine about Tyler Myers making six million. Like Matt Dumba's not a whole lot better than that. But I bet if you ask ten people, ten times out of ten, they're going to say they want Matt Dumba, and I would say the same. Over t- uh, over Tyler Myers or in that situation? Yeah, over Myers, over Myers. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how I would how I would side on that. Like I, I don't think it's as as easy as people make it out to be. That's for sure. But um, yeah, it's. You know what? Like that, the Demello would be a nice compliment, and I, I also like, uh, I like Robocop, I like Boro. You like, yeah, Boro. I heard he's he's leaving Ottawa, right? Yeah, he he'd be a fun pickup for a bottom pairing. Yeah, and especially the Vancouver connection with that whole fucking <laughs> Robocop thing that he had going on. Oh yeah, when he downtown, when he on Gastown, and he saved the girl's purse. <laughs> yeah, the fucking no tooth bandit man. You get <laughs> after it. I, uh, I thought he was, yeah, people probably thought he was a part of the Gastown community and they see this guy, he's running around and then he <laughs> saves the purse. Yeah, he's probably blending in with the hoodie over the head, crouched <laughs> yeah. over in an alleyway. Totally. Um, I, I personally, I think one of my favorite, this isn't the most important signing that they would make, but one of the ones that I want to see, I want to see them sign Troy Stetcher. Like, I think that is, I, I just looking at the defense and saying, if Tanev walks or if he stays, whatever, that's fine. I, I just I think that Jack Rathbone will probably play next year, but there's a very good chance that that could, like young guys struggle all the time, and I don't think he's going to play like a Quinn Hughes eighty-two games fucking stellar season. So I don't know. I I, I love the way Stetcher progressed, and I would love to. I personally think that after Edler's contract is done next year, I think he's got to get out. Like the guy, yeah, yeah. the guy's a statue out there. I agree. You know what? Stetcher is a good is a good one because like you you watch every playoff game. He competes to such a high level and gives his all every time he's asked yeah. to go nice. The only worry I have with him is that he has arbitration rights this year. So if he doesn't like yes. what he's getting, and then it has to go through that ugly um, side of things, and for him to get an extra million or million whatever the case is, yeah, that could be a little bit. That could be that could be something to be wary of. Well, I'm very curious to see how arbitration cases go too, because now obviously with COVID and, and the flat cap and and different things like that, like teams, I, like does, do you think an arbitra- an arbitrator takes that into account by saying like, well, there's less money now, so you or do they just straight up say this player is worth this much? Like I don't, yeah, I it, don't know how that works. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I don't know. We never had a season like this, right? So we don't know how defense offense is going. I mean, yeah. how they're going to play with the arbitrator. I definitely thought that we uh, we had brought on like a source today and like someone that knew what they were talking about and had some facts for me, but 
Uh, just, <laughs> hey, very, very, very clearly I did a bit see... uneducated in the way things work. That's For sure. Fine. Uh, I did see on Twitter today that J- Jim Benning is saying he's going to go to the cap. I think Akron yeah. give him the green light to go. So that's that's a good sign because you have seen other teams come out and say that it's going to be. Um, for them, minimal spending. So it's kind of nice to see that he's going to invest. What do we have? Nineteen million this this off yep. season to kind of throw back into the team. So that's a good sign. So yeah, well, especially yeah, there are other teams. I think like Buffalo, Pittsburgh. I heard Boston rumblings too. Like all these teams are saying like they're only going to spend seventy million. Like what the fuck? Exactly, Arizona too. Good luck, dude. A, Good luck. That basically is saying like you're going to take a year off. Yeah. If you're if you're gonna intentionally not spend the money, it's like uh yeah, good so luck. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be interesting. That. It's gonna be interesting. But it was nice to see that Aquilinis are gonna be uh opening the pockets. Yeah. And uh, one of the more interesting parts too with uh, what I've been hearing the last few days is just the comparison between cap hit and actual money owed for players and how mm. that's becoming like a huge factor in in trades and stuff like that. Like all of a sudden we could be sending a guy like Louis Erickson to a team where maybe we take on a bigger, uh, not a bigger, co- a bigger cap it, but a bigger amount owed because we're, we're a team that doesn't mind spending, I guess. That'd be uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Because yeah. on, on contracts, like, I don't know how much you've heard about this already, but on, co- on certain contracts, they're, even though the cap hit is evened out throughout all the years, a lot of players get paid front-loaded. Like a lot of the money, for, for example, yes. Louis Erickson's already paid most of his money. But his cap yes. still goes on for X amount of years. So, but for that, I think that's what happened with the Nick Bukestad trade was that like this guy who's actually like he's a third line center who's who's had injury problems and not played great the last couple of years, but he's got a decently big contract. But I think a lot of it was money that wasn't owed already. Yeah, so and I think kind Pittsburgh of, actually retained almost half of it. Yeah, exactly. So it's like <laughs> fuck you guys. Guys are finding a way to save dollars here and there, but in a weird, weird way. Yeah, he um, just had big surgery, and he's going back to his hometown. He's good, man. Like I remember Florida. Like some of it, he had a couple of years where, it, like, you don't obviously get to hear about the Floridas and the Carolinas and much, but you'll see sometimes yeah. the highlights. And I, yeah. I would see this guy was good, man. He's a baller. Like this guy could play. I'm curious yeah. to see how it, after a healthy off season and him going to a new market. Uh, I think they might if they might fleece him. What would they pick? Would they pay a sixth for him? Seven? Yeah, like a like a seventh <laughs> round pick or something like that. <laughs> okay. Like, okay. Basically take on the contract. Thanks, dude. Yeah. Third line center, really? just like that. Just like that. So I, I think Minnesota got a good one here if this guy yeah. stays healthy. Uh, why, don't, why don't you give me this one? Mark Strummer, Demko, where are you going? Where are we going? Make the choice for us. Um, I think I think they're going to they're gonna stick their guns and try to keep them around. Yeah. You, uh, that, that's, I'm that's, curious. I'm curious on how he structures the contract, though. I'm not really too concerned if he signs them. That's fine. It's whatever. But if he structures like a no trade for a certain amount of years, just because we got to keep in mind of the expansion draft yeah. and players you can protect, and he's got to be smart about how he does how he structures his contract. I'm curious to see how it all plays out, like the whole details of it. But I have a feeling they're going to sign him, and rightfully yeah. so. He's been the MVP of the team two years. Like he, he's he's got the Canucks where they are. Um, yeah. I think it's so going to owe to them to take a run at them. Are you most curious about the clauses, like the the no yes. no trade? Or for me, yes. I, I don't know where the term goes. Like, how long does Markstrom think he's able to ask for? Or how long do well, we think? Like, do we think it's landing at four years? I think this guy is going to be wanting security. I think that's what he's going to be pushing for. I think he's kind of earned that right. 
whether yeah. that's with the Canucks or not. But I wouldn't be. I, I keep seeing the number six and six, six by six everywhere. Yeah. So, but I don't know if the Canucks would want to commit to that. No, I like. I don't think you could do. So I don't think you could do six <laughs> years. Like I, I know. Fuck! Why don't we just do twelve years at three million, dude? Let's just do that. <laughs> let's give it. Yeah, let's well, give him a Bobby Bonilla kind of contract. Yeah, let's get. Let's just do another Rick DiPietro, dude. Pay him for fourteen years for like <laughs> six million. Like, you know, is, you know, this guy's still getting a ring, dude. He hasn't played in like nine years. That's insane. He's Isn't it crazy payroll. to think that like it, it, right around that time, like oh five to to twenty ten, when GMs were just looking at each other, like, wait, we can just like get around this whole thing if we yeah. want to. And they just like they they didn't even think twice. They're like, fuck it, let's do it. Get, dude, just, they, like, do you remember the contracts <laughs> being tossed around? They're like Ryan Suter, dude, twelve year deal, and you're yeah, like, I know. What the fuck. I think Ilya Kulichuk got like over ten with his jersey, and he walked away. Yeah, signed a ten ten year, hundred million dollar contract, left for Russia. And I think that after that, the owners were like, "Okay, dude, Gary, this is this is fucked." Yeah, this, and they changed this it is to broken. Yeah, <laughs> uh, eight years. Max. And one of the only people they decided to punish was the fucking Canucks. Thanks for that. Yeah, hey. with Big yeah, Lou. I know. Big Lou is a tough look. It is a tough. We still have them for another two years, I think. No, yeah. Just let me maybe get let me get this straight for all the all the Twitter followers that are joining us for this episode to hear really who <laughs> what you're about. Um, you're you're a positive Canucks guy, right? Can you just give me like your pro Jim Benning, pro Travis Green, pro every yeah. player, right? For the most part, yeah. I think Travis Green's awesome. I really enjoy him. Fuck yeah. Um, who do you think was the worst Canuck this playoffs? Who struggled the most? Consistently, probably Brandon Sutter. You think so? He looked, yeah, he looked kind tough. Of, Jake, Jake of. had flashes, but again, that's the problem with him is the consistency. He's never able to do it I'm, back I'm to I'm back. I'm gonna say it, dude. Alex Edler, fucking blue man. I but he know, also had some moments too. Yeah, it's what, tough what for him because we. Though? He had some moments too where he where he held his own and 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 did his thing. But he, you're right, like he, he is a little bit older and he's playing a lot of minutes. That's yeah. That's the thing. Once the once the Myers injury happened, then it was like, oh fuck, dude. It wasn't for me. It wasn't so much that that Myers was missing. It was it was well. It was just as much as he was missing as much as it was Edler playing more. Like it just yeah. yeah. And the thing about yeah. Edler is in today's NHL is he so he doesn't skate fast anymore. He doesn't really break the puck out very well at all anymore. And like he doesn't have an overwhelming shot or anything like that. So, like, his main draw is kind of just, like, the shutdown defensive role, which, yeah. I mean, he's not not the greatest at either, in my opinion, anymore, at least. He's got, gotten on the wrong side of 30. Yeah, he's got one more year on, on his, I think he's got $6 million left for next year. Yeah. And then he's UFA, and I don't know what they're going to do. If they're walking away from Tanov this year, then I would suggest they'd probably you do go, the same. You got it. Yeah, you got, so. unless, he, unless he wants to come in at, like, one or two million, like, then it's a bit of a different story, but... I mean, I love the guy to death. He's been here for, for probably like 13, 14 years, it feels like. Yeah, he's been here something like that. It'd be cool to see him retire as a yeah, That would be dope. Although it would be kind of sad watching people retire when they're like 35 nowadays. That's just, <laughs> that's a different story. Like, it's so weird. But growing up with Yarmir Yager, who plays like he's 40, 12. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, Chara, man, Chara's like 44 now. Yeah. So like, and he he he's on a contract here again, but I don't, I don't know if they're going to resign for another one. I don't he's, know. Interesting. He's old as balls, my man. Yeah, he's um, up there. 
Did you know that your favorite band also loves your favorite hockey team? If you love hockey and you love music, you're going to love Bar Down Breakdown, a podcast that explores the crossover between alternative music and the sport we love, hockey. Every NHL player wants to be in a band, and every band guy wants to be an, 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 you know, a pro athlete. With guests from all over the globe, come along with us as we interview some of the most captivating names in alternative music and talk about why we love hockey and how it's influenced us. You know, there was a, for a few seconds, a thought of like, well, maybe we should wear a Montreal jersey. Then the NHL was like, mm, I think you should stay neutral. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, yeah, you know what? You're probably right. So tune in every Tuesday on the Hockey Podcast Network, where we'll have a brand new guest and a unique look into the bridge between hockey and music. Okay, I'm ready to move on. I've talked enough hockey for the day. I don't know about you guys. Cool. Right, Ralph? What's that? As long as the, the Hockey Pod Network is cool, we can move on. So. Oh, yeah. The Hockey Pod <laughs> Network also understands that, that like, <laughs> we are the network. No. <laughs> that was a Dave Portnoy quote. Not not legitimately are we are the not the network. Farthest thing from. Um I wanted to end this with the greatest and goats and woats segment ever being Josh. Um are we ready for that, boys? Can we can Do we it. fucking Kelly and say so. this shit? Sure. Get it spicy in here. Um okay, who wants so the the goats and woats of Josh things basically is what the title is. Uh it's not we are not just gonna say Josh is great and Josh is bad. We're hopefully gonna be a bit considerate on each side of things, right, Jordan? Absolutely. So we're just going to go like uh, in a circle. Just everyone say something nice. Everyone say something mean. <laughs> yeah. Yes, correct. Pretty much so. <laughs> yeah, the way it works is we're going to start with goats. So uh, you're going to start today, Jordan, and you're going to give us your first goat, and then we're going to go around in a uh, metaphorical circle. Who's next after Jordan okay. so we don't get confused in this metaphorical circle? <laughs> uh, is are we going like be, metaphorically clockwise be, or counterclockwise? Uh, metaphorically speaking, what does your list look like? Is it me up top, Jordan in the middle, you in the, you on the bottom? Yep, correct. So Jordan, okay, me, you. sweet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sick. Exactly. Kick us off, Jordan. What do you got? Okay, my favorite thing about Josh Gertson in the entire world is his laugh, dude. Fuck. When he starts <laughs> laughing, when this guy starts laughing, I'm there, and then we just hold it, and I start howling like we have this thing yeah. where it, it's just so i don't know it's just so weird like we'll just start laughing so hard I and mean, it's obviously my favorite <laughs> thing about the kids i just love it it's so funny Rap, you guys you hear it all the time too, too. I, I didn't write that one down no i thought i thought a little bit outside the box his laugh though i wouldn't even like classify it as laugh i'd call it more of like a cackle yeah, yeah. you know what i mean like exactly. it's <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah well i mean he's got that one but he's got also like the funny goofy high pitch one too yeah and when yeah, he does that yeah. and then i lose i lose control and i start doing it and it's just like a slippery slope dude i have yeah if i actually don't know which one's his actual laugh anymore like he does like the gross like <laughs> like creeper one yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he <laughs> and then he also does the high pitch bullshit like i don't know which one is his actual genuine laugh the high pitch no, bullshit for sure point. you think so <laughs> yeah 100 <laughs> percent that guy's like gasping for air when he fucking does that one. Yeah. <laughs> I just picture him watching Family Guy by himself in his chair. Laughing, <laughs> laughing his ass off that stuff. Can't uh, wrap you up. My, my first one is Josh's surprising ability to pull women. I don't know what the fuck, fuck! it is. I don't oh, know, that's a good one. I don't know <laughs> what the hell is, it is, but it's just like, it's 
the, the, the man has a gift. <laughs> and when you see him and when yeah. you talk to him, you're like, I don't get it. <laughs> but then you see it in action. Yeah. You're like, this is just, this is a miracle. This is God's work. <laughs> yeah. I think I realized this growing up because you and I had a couple friends like this too, where yeah. it was just like, I I don't know what it is like when they I think it's a different relationship it's obviously a different relationship with guys but it's just something where like maybe we we just underestimate their ability to like flick a switch like completely go from like the guy Josh Gerson into like the fucking charmer Josh yeah. Gerson where you know that's what I had written down I had it written down as his charm because it's uh, like I don't know if he's got a twinkle in his eye or if he's using chloroform like what the fuck's going on yeah yeah but somehow he's making chloroform. it work <laughs> Right. Um, e, what do you got? My first first draft pick for Josh is going to have to be his metabolism, because we've all seen the way he eats, and somehow the guy is like not <laughs> he's not six hundred pounds. I don't <laughs> like meatball marinara and taquitos. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> the guy, the guy should be a fucking walking meatball in a dress shirt. <laughs> like I I don't know about you guys. I have one or two bad days where like if I just eat frozen food and like chocolate all day like i wake up feeling like wow i'm a fat fuck but somehow this guy's been doing this for like five years and he's Dude, this guy fine. just casually crushes a bag of miss vicky chips and like eats some brownies and like that's the day calls it a day <laughs> so i don't know how he does it but like yeah it's unbelievable it's a good point he just he's just adapted that's what that's what's happened there <laughs> yeah it's crazy jordan I'm trying to think of one on the spot. Wasn't prepared for this. Um, something yeah, that I we told I'm, you at the beginning. You're like, oh, come on. Yeah, but that's the it, spot. though. These guys are like, oh, yo, I got like a list of four. I'm like, okay, I'll think about it, I guess, throughout the episode. <laughs> um, this guy has an absolute love for his job. And like, for some, for a yeah. company that, that has given this guy the worst schedule for five <laughs> years. <laughs> <laughs> this guy actually bleeds for this company and like this guy does not like he loves it and like i, I have to admire that because yeah. a lot of people hate their jobs and don't want to be That's there not but josh so this guy this guy loves it yeah and i was gonna write sweet down, quality. i was gonna write down like he i was gonna write down nights like he loves nights dude just lives for it Nobody um, else wants to do them, but he'll like do it if they ask. Yeah, he's true. He's, he's fucking micro dirty jobs. Like he'll just get down their hands and knees. Oh, <laughs> forearm in the sewer. Let's go. No fucking fear, dude. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Uh, I was going to say it just his memory for things that he really enjoys. Like, like I can quote family guy back and forth with that guy for hours on end just because we find it fucking awesome. But it's like, how he just throws sports stats or like how he just talks about F1 racing just because he's so passionate about it. Like he remembers these things from years ago. And it's just like, it's very impressive how good his memory is for stuff like that. He's, um, he's got a very like stump the Schwab kind of memory for yeah. sports. Oh, like what a got, throwback that is. He's yeah. like the, the he, he's like the rain man of sports. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I got for the next one. I've got I've got drunk Josh as being uh, my one of my oh goats. My I don't. I, I feel like there's a more specific part of drunk Josh that I could probably be better at and just like uh, like narrow it down for you. But just drunk Josh in general, dude. The guy is a fucking time. And I've got a I've got an asset of drunk Josh under my under my wotes eventually. But like this guy, when he gets, I, I think a few things I love about him is. 
The guy will never back down from a shot, even if he knows it's going to block him out. <laughs> and my other favorite thing is when he says that his mouth gets hot. Oh, like that's yeah, when he yeah. knows he's too drunk. He's like, no, dude, my mouth is hot. Yeah. Like, that's, that's fucking priceless. The only I bad thing it. is, is this guy's a wanderer. He's a liability. Yes, yes. Fuck. That's my, that was my vote. I have it written down as drunk Josh the Nomad. This guy just goes yeah. off. He's a flight risk, yeah. dude. He is a flight risk. Oh. One day you can wake up and he'd be like, dude, I caught a flight last night. I don't know how I did it. Did you see you see some parents nowadays? They put like collars around their kids and like with leashes. That's what you need to do with them at the bar. You need to the rocks. You got to have a leash on this guy. Yeah. Once he gets to like what like the Durs level. Then the Durs. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, Jordan, last one. What you got? I don't know. I'm trying to think. Okay, we'll come back um, to you. You want us to come back to you? I don't have one on the spot. Yeah, go for it, Raph. You haven't written down. Um, fuck. I this one's. I guess this is kind of just like a play off what Elijah was saying as far as like his diet goes. Yeah, <laughs> but just his, his stomach is just fucking. I don't know how it handles all the garbage that he puts in it. Yeah, like that is he, the MVP of his body. That takes. I think that takes priority over his brain. Like that is that, yeah. is the, that is the single hardest working organ that that man's body has. <laughs> yeah, like when he looks back at the different like long chapters of his life, it'll be like, yeah. boom, your early adulthood, your stomach takes MVP just because yeah. it like the large intestine dealt with so much shit. Taquitos, uh, meatball marinara's, pink Whitney, white claws. You know who deserves red like, bulls? He just fuels his body Nobel with fucking Prize? Gatorade. <laughs> it's, the guy that shares the basement toilet with him deserves a Nobel Peace Prize. Eduardo. <laughs> the, fact, the fact that he has to go in there after Josh shits, showers, and shaves? Fuck, yeah. dude. Yeah. That guy's a legit human compost. They're basically yeah. living through nuclear winter where neither of them can shit in the house at the same time. <laughs> uh, my last here, I'll give you a little bit more time here. I have, uh, for my last one, I have his, uh, his toit little waist. Because I think uh, for the girls out there who are looking to know Josh Gertzen, if you like a little itty-bitty butt, then he's your guy. There you go. Jordan. Jordan. Hmm. Back to you. I got nothing. I've been nice enough to this guy. Let's move on to the bad thing. <laughs> you don't want to bring up the elephant in the room? <laughs> no, you can bring it up. <laughs> no, his no, no, cat. <laughs> uh, all right <laughs> okay we're moving on to the woats this is actually a hilarious a fucking barn burner part of this <laughs> so okay, so i think I'll before start. we start before we start though we, i think we okay. should decide should we just let him hear through the grapevine that we did goats and woats of josh or should we tell him no we we are 100 percent not telling him and just like let him like go to work and all his coworkers would be like, dude, they they made fun of you so much. I'd be like, what? We're gonna have what to. We're gonna make clips, and then we're just gonna start posting them on social media. And then we we sure as fuck know that he doesn't listen to the episodes and he doesn't go yeah. on our podcast stick or podcast social media. But all of his yeah. friends do. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's we'll what we're gonna do. Sewer him that way. One hundred percent. So good. Okay, Jordan, kick us off. Uh, worst thing about Josh, dude. We were talking about it earlier. His shoe style. Oh my god! <laughs> this guy will, hey, this guy will send. You'll see it. You'll see. Like I said earlier, you'll see he bought new share, shoes because he shares it on his on his Snapchat story. So I know when he buys new shoes because yeah. I have them on Snapchat. And I'll look at them. And he'll he'll have the hard eye emoji. You know, Josh, he'll use it with the 
<laughs> with the box open. And I'm like, oh, Josh, that's not, not it, dude. That's not it. <laughs> <laughs> like, but yeah, that guy... I know he loves like the Nikes and stuff, but like I don't, I'm not feeling his shoes. <laughs> I don't like them. <laughs> so he sends you a picture with the heart emojis. Do you just send him like a bunch of thumbs down? Is that what you <laughs> like? Super yeah, supportive I'm, friends. Like, hope you, brought, yeah. hope you got the receipt with it too, boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah pretty much. Oh, eh? Fuck. That's so uh, funny. Raph, you're up. I fucking so me and Josh watch the exact same TV shows and we fucking love it. I fucking can't stand Josh's obsession with the sweet life of Zach and Cody. I have no fucking clue what it is. Oh but like every single time, like I'll come over and I'll have like Disney Plus flicked on, it'll just be the sweet life or the sweet life on deck or something like that. I'm like, dude, don't you get enough of this shit? And he's just watching like reruns nonstop. <laughs> it's the weirdest fucking thing. Dude, isn't the guy? He's twenty three years old, twenty four years old though, isn't he? Yeah. Like, let's go, Josh. Disney yeah, Plus, move on. Yeah, seriously. He loves it. No, uh, he, he just thinks back Plus. to the. He just thinks back to the heydays of like fucking London Tipton and shit going on. So yeah, right. That's he what he popped his first stiffy, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan gets it. <laughs> okay, my first my first draft pick of the Wotes of Josh Gertson is going to have to be his red cherry popper. Like the oh, yeah. the very first the first car that he came over with here is for those who don't know Willie the Wave. Like, <laughs> his first car, I don't even know what it, what it kind of was. It, it was it a was Pontiac like, Wave. It was a Pontiac Wave, a red Pontiac Wave. Yep. And it was just like it's actually all of my friends that I've known that have come over here from Alberta, like the guys I went to university with too. Like all the cars that they bring over or the cars they buy here are just like old old beaters it's like hilarious it's so bird of them nothing will ever beat the cherry popper though the no. funniest thing willie the wave one time me and josh did did a stampede <laughs> and we had to drive to the stampede right yeah and so like that's like a 12 you know you to alberta from vancouver it's like a 12 hour drive and we decided to take willie the wave <laughs> <laughs> Did you just you red line up the coke or what? Hey, yeah, no joke. This, no joke. This thing up the Coca Cola grade, dude. Yeah. <laughs> be like the on the right mobile, side, dude. dude. This, yeah, thing, this no, thing was lose a wheel. Struggling, dude. Struggling. <laughs> no fucking coke. snow in sight, too. Yeah. <laughs> sunny yeah, day, blue skies. Nothing that. That thing was a little water bug. It loved to rip around, but it was struggling up the coke for sure. It was hilarious. Good asking about it. Well, yeah, the tires are probably like a fucking foot wide. No shit, it's gonna struggle up the coke. Are you kidding? <laughs> that that also plays into into the goat that Raph talked about of Josh's ability to pull girls. Like once again, like put we put like he put himself behind the eight ball with his white jays and the fucking red cherry popper, and somehow yeah. he's still got that charm that works. Like it's nuts. Uh, I don't know Hilarious. what the fuck it is. But yeah, yeah that Jordan, was you're up, bud. Um, something that drives me nuts about Josh. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know what? You know, you know, what pisses me off. Not pisses me off, but I'm like, makes me shake my head. This guy's obsession with the chain smokers. Holy <laughs> fuck, dude! <laughs> this guy loves the chain smokers. <laughs> Every time we hang out this guy, we get to listen to Roses four times. (laughs) (laughs) I do hear you chirp him every time he's choosing songs. Like, oh, we can listen to Chainsmokers again. (laughs) 
Uh, you like we're at Doom's night when we hang out with this guy when he's got the ox cord, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's just sitting there in the car wearing those fucking sunglasses that have like little shades going through them. <laughs> Can't see fucking dick little, all out them. <laughs> he'll do his little hand movements and he's jamming yeah. out to it. <laughs> you know what I was <laughs> he's such You know a what douche. Josh reminds me of? <laughs> Josh reminds me of that that girl that remember that's this viral clip of that girl that was yelling at the DJ booth yelling for Sambucas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he said it's Josh yelling at the bar saying chain smokers. <laughs> chain smokers. Yeah, except for he's got his aviators on and his fucking Miami Dolphins hoodie. <laughs> Dude, you just listed off like six votes all at once. <laughs> uh, I love, I love uh, it though. Uh Raph, you're up. I fucking hate his George Foreman grill. Yeah. Like, like, make up your mind. Why? Do you want a microwave or do you want an oven? Which one? Don't fucking get butted. Like, you don't get a two in one. <laughs> it's the worst. Uh, you know what? You will have to admit though, like the the options that he has in his kitchen, like he's very limited. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah that's yeah. fair. That's fair. Dude, the other Big so the time. other day, the other day I brought over. I think this was when Raph was missing from the show. Um, I brought over some pasta for each of us from home. And I was just my, I was microwaving each of them for us in the in the in the fucking like kitchen bathroom thing, whatever you want to call it. And and he got out two forks for us. He's like, "Yeah, oh, this one's yours." And eventually, like I I I came over and he, I came over with with a fork already in mine. And he was like, he handed me what was my actual fork. And he was like, "Here's your fork." I was like, "Oh, like what do you mean? I grabbed this one." And he was like, "Where'd you grab it from?" I was like, "Just beside the sink." There. He's like, "Dude, I don't know where that's been." Like, <laughs> like, just the fact. Just the fact that he could say, like, I, I personally cannot account for where that fork has been, that scares the fuck out of me. <laughs> what? He's just got uh, forks lying around that can go from anywhere, dude. Uh, that's that's funny. so good. All right. So I got good. the next one here. Uh, Josh's golf swing. Uh, worst of all, it's actually, it qualifies oh, cool. as being the worst of all time because somehow it fucking works. Like, the fact <laughs> this guy, his last two rounds of golf, actually, I don't know how he's shot in Kelowna. But before that, his last two rounds of golf, he's shooting like an 88 and an 87. Like the kid is on fire right now. Yeah, yeah. So, and if you see his swing, it looks like a grandfather clock. That's what I compare it to because it's very <laughs> pendulum based. But yes. fuck, dude, it, it works, man. He outplays me every time we play. But it's still the worst of all time. Keep on swinging, Josh. Yeah, swing for the fences, Josh. One eighty down the middle, just like Grandpa always did. Turn <laughs> <laughs> right, last one. one. Um, all of his friends will know this. You guys will too, obviously. Dude, this guy's gas is the oh, worst. Is the fucked. worst. We talked about his body being like a human compost. I think that's his body fighting back is the gas of like what he puts inside of him. Yeah, it is. It is an all-time low. This guy just lets it go, lets it fly all the time. Sometimes with consistency. Sometimes he rips yes. ass, and I'm concerned that he has in fact shit his pants. But I just don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm waiting for the one time where he does it. He just gets up and just walks to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> little, skid, little, little skid mark, Sally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is going to be more than a skid mark. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's bad. Like I don't it's, know how he does it, or, or if he means to, but it's just over the top, loud, <laughs> and in your face, and just all those things. Yeah. Um, my last one is just his fucking drunk face. <laughs> like he has this like one, 
one look that he does when he's just absolutely hammered where he doesn't look directly at you but he just like looks yes. like a little bit to the left yeah, that, hey, that's, yeah. that's when you know he's waffled he's got the yeah. lazy eye going <laughs> and he's like he can't like that's necessarily funny. keep his like head straight it's like tilted off to one side always it's just bad <laughs> yeah, yeah. His, his right eye is looking at you but the left one's wandering yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> lights are on but nobody's home <laughs> yeah. Dude, I can't it's like it's like home alone <laughs> he's got this fucking painted picture for me yeah dude that's all you gotta remember all right my what last pick is it is it me yeah yeah you're up here finish uh, off my last pick is gonna be josh's shower hair because of because of how consistently he does his hair and like how how consistently he does it and how consistently the same it looks when when you catch this guy on like a, just a shower hair day, man, it looks hilarious. It just looks like it doesn't belong. <laughs> yeah, it just Dude, looks so, his hairstyle is so straight up, and when he comes out of the shower, it's so yeah. Bad. This guy, this guy's had a faux hawk since two thousand nine. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't drop it. <laughs> Once again, like, though, it plays into it. His charm, yeah, yeah play. There you go. It Josh plays, Holmes. dude. It's Thank a fucking two hundred and seventy-five yard wide hook, but somehow it plays. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone now just needs to listen to all of these votes and then just think back to that one goat that we said at the very beginning where he just nonstop <laughs> yeah. pulls women. It just doesn't, the math doesn't add up. The, yes, the char. <laughs> In air quotes. Yeah. Literally. Well, hopefully by now Josh has listened to this episode. He's taken all of our criticisms and all of our comments. <laughs> He's it to his life as best as possible. Um, we want to thank our presenting sponsor, Nobody, once again, for just being with us through this process. You know, episode 81. It was a, it was a blast bringing you on, Jordan. Uh, we're going to do it in person one day. Josh wanted Josh really wanted to sure that we did it in person with him, so he locked all our, all our shit in his house. Yep. Other than that, though, folks, we're going to catch you on Thursday. Peace. Oh, harder, baby.